Hi, everyone. I laughed during the intro. It's music. fine. It, it's <laughs> fine. This is our first podcast episode of 2021. Um, happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, it's actually this February 7th, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. The big game is tonight. <laughs> um, we have lots of food being prepared upstairs right now as we prepare for the big game. Um it's only going to be the three of us, though, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we still can't have a bunch of people over. I don't really care that much about the game anymore. I do like to watch it, but um, it would be nice to be able to have more people over who don't care about the game to not care about the game as much with me and uh, just to enjoy time together, food, and all that stuff. Right. All right. Who do you got? Who do you, who do you think is going to win tonight? I don't even know which teams are playing. It's the I know Kansas it's City the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs and who? Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going with the Chiefs. Just the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl twice in the history of their team. The Buccaneers have won once. But Tom Brady is the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's won. Uh, he's been on the winning team six times. This will be his tenth Super Bowl. That's a lot of Super Bowl times. Yes. If he lo- Do you get a ring even if you lose? No. Oh. No. I mean, the ring is usually purchased by the owner of the team i think mm. they flush a bunch of money down the toilet on worthless rings and stuff yeah. that it seems like it would be a total waste of resources uh, yeah <laughs> it's i mean but it's sports it's all yeah, about it's, beating the other and guy America, and then so flashing to... your bling and then um giving money to charity giving a negligible amount of money <laughs> to charities in your community compared to the amount of money you spent um on your super bowl rings right but um that's all I got to say about the Super Bowl, I guess. I guess. Usually when we watch it, I, I'm just there because, like, there's food and the TV is on, so I sit. I, I, I like the halftime show, and the weekend is doing it, so I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, I don't care I've about the halftime show. Before, so. I'm, I, I, I don't really care about the halftime show. I don't like, I don't care about the commercials or the halftime show. Um, I just like the game, but, like, I looked, there's already, um, pregame shows on and the kickoff is not until like six hours from now like there's musical performances huh? no they're talking about the oh. game like one i looked I and they were like talking it. who's gonna which side of the ball will will uh, the mvp <laughs> come from will it be the defense or the offense and it was like eight people they bet on everything it was like eight people sitting at a table discussing who they thought was going to be the mvp and i was like it's six out how much can you this 24-hour news cycle thing it's, it's uh it kind of made like why I can't imagine sitting in front of the TV for six seven hours before the game watching people talk about it. That's I don't longer like than the sports game. talker people. I think they're annoying. No, they are. I'm like, you and know none of them know what they're about. talking about. You don't know, just yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say something and I can't remember what I was gonna say now. I'm sure it was something really enlightening. I don't know. Um, show. Don't care about the halftime show, really. I mean, yeah, I'm indifferent to the halftime show. Um, well, I think what I was going to say was no one in this house really cares about, has ever really cared about sports except me. I don't care about it as much as I used to. I do yeah. enjoy watching sports still, but it's not as much fun to watch alone, and that goes for the Super Bowl, too. I, growing up, I always watched with my dad and my brother and maybe some neighbors and yeah. stuff. I feel like even when I move out, if I'm... If I don't come home for the Super Bowl, I'll probably just watch it 
just because like it's the Super Bowl. And yeah, it's that's like a fine. big deal. So like, I mean, and Super Bowl parties are usually just it's just an excuse for a bunch of people to, party, to get together yeah. and have a party. And some of the people watch the games, and yeah. some people are sort of paying attention to the game, and some people yeah. are just we're just happy. To, but it's been a long time. They're just they happy to be included. <laughs> I used to go to my friend, shout out to my friend Chuck. I used to go to his house once in a while. In fact, your first Super Bowl party was at Chuck's house. I remember that. You were a little tiny. I remember you were, that. Uh, or maybe the Rolling Stones were the halftime show. Maybe I don't remember that one, but I remember going once. Yeah. The, I, the Rolling Stones were the halftime show. You and your sister were still pretty young. You guys were dancing. And uh, Chuck called me the next day or texted me or something and said, thanks a lot um, because your kids are so cute. Now Maria wants to have children. So We have that influence on people sometimes. Yeah. And if they could only see what happened, they I mean, I'm sure they're like, and, well, that yeah. was a huge mistake. Having children's a terrible error. Not really. Everyone loves their kids. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that we used to go to more... Super Bowl gatherings. Um, I haven't really done it in a while. I invited some people over last year, and they one of them got sick, so they couldn't come over. Um, and we've had people in the you past did? that we were going to invite. That. Uh, he probably didn't even know they were going to be coming over, but. Um, oh no no no! Oh okay. yeah! Oh yeah! yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, do yeah. remember that because I remember they didn't come. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's. Uh, all right, that's great. Super Bowl. Yay. Uh, I predict the Kansas City Chiefs will be victorious. I have no um, statistics or reason to believe anything. <laughs> You're just saying. I'm just, they will. you know, uh, they have a younger quarterback. And why I don't not? know. And I don't know. Doesn't matter. All I know is we're having seven layer dip um, sandwiches on chia bottle rolls. Um, probably some delicious dessert. The cake. And by the time the game is over, everyone will be. Um, I'll be the only one sitting there probably at the end Usually of the game. Usually I go to bed after the halftime show. Yeah. Because I have school the next day. So yes. Like, and I yeah. just go to bed. I'll probably, it, unless it's a really good game, I'm sure I will dip, dip, disappear and go read a book or something. Right. On that note, let's move on to the next topic of conversation, which we don't know what it is because we didn't make a list. I got my uh, first COVID-19 vaccine shot this week. Yay. Partially guilty about it because my mother hasn't gotten one yet, hasn't even gotten called to set up an appointment yet, and she need probably needs one more than than I do mm. at this point. Um, but either way, I got but the shot. But it is your turn, right? You're not like line skipping or anything. No, I waited till they they contacted me. But it seems like my mom should have been contacted. I'm yeah. in the second level group. She's in the first level group, and she hasn't been contacted yet. I don't know what level group I'm in. You're in the group that probably won't get one. You'd be last because yeah, it, it doesn't affect young people uh, in nearly this with nearly the seriousness as uh, older people. Yeah. But all uh, my arm hurt slightly for a couple days, mm-hmm. and about a minute and a half after I got the shot, my tongue felt a little puffy, mm-hmm. but not to the point where I was like, I'm having trouble breathing. Yeah, or it was just like just felt a little a puffy, strange. and then it kind of went away. So. There's the COVID nineteen vaccine update. That's the for the February seventh, twenty twenty one. The review of yeah, the and there was a lot of people there, um, so they're clearly giving out a lot of uh, vaccinations now. Um, but I'm expecting I don't know. I mean I don't know what's going on. I I right. mean there's people that are like ten years down the line, you might have some 
this might have some weird effect on you. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, but, uh, there's <laughs> there's always something 10 years <laughs> down the line that's going to have a weird effect on you. So. Yeah. Just adding to the number of things that could potentially the weird be harmful things that to are going to happen in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We're I just trying to get out of this thing so that we can um, go back to doing normal stuff again. I heard from someone else I know, you know them too, who got it that it didn't hurt. Like the need, it didn't. No, it Like didn't. you couldn't even feel it. Yeah. Like I, like I gritted my teeth and cringed and I was like, oh, that's it. I even said to the lady, so that was it. And she's like, yeah, simple as that. I was like, okay. So it didn't really hurt that bad at all. So that's good for me because I don't like... Getting don't shots like, has never like really needles. bothered me. I hate, I hate getting shots. Is, when I got my flu vaccine a couple months ago, I, I like cried because I was really scared. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, getting shots has never bothered like me that them. much. I don't know why I don't like them because... And they always they say it's a, a little, little mosquito bit. bite or whatever, and then they... And it hurts, for, and then your arm is sore. Like, my arm yeah. was a little swollen, but not, like... I think it might just be the anticipation. Like, could be. worrying about yeah. it. I don't know, though. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. Blood work is so worse, there's that. though. Blood work is worse, though, because they, like... Jam a needle into the vein They jam a needle into the vein, and they're like, a bunch don't of blood move, out. and then they, like... Yeah. Put, like, and hopefully you have somebody that can there. find the vein, because if you had don't, they, uh... I've never had that happen. Yeah. I never have either, so I don't That's know what good. the problem is. All right. Next topic? What's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about football. We've talked about snacks. We've talked about vaccines. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Should we talk about reading books? We can talk about reading books. How many books have you read this year so far? One. <laughs> Unbelievable. I read what was it? Sad Cypress by Agatha Christie. And how many pages is that? Is it? Um. Well, I have it right here, so let me check. Ah, looks like Good it's a pretty longish. It looks like it's a little longish. It is. What longish books are good? I've been reading a lot of longish books. Two hundred and seventy. Okay. I've read some Agatha Christie and not been particularly. Um, I like Agatha. Particularly, I wasn't like, wow, she's a horrible writer. But at the same yeah. time, it wasn't. Mysteries aren't my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really like mysteries that much. I enjoy. I like them. to watch mystery movies, mm-hmm. but mystery novels aren't my thing. So Agatha Christie's not in my wheelhouse. But you seem to like her. You read a lot. I of her do books. like Agatha Christie. I, I don't think that she's necessarily like an artist or like an incredible. She's a really good author, but I don't think she's like outstanding but like she right it was it's more of she was like one she's of the no first. judy bloom <laughs> exactly <laughs> the greatest novelist of all time like the first female mystery novelists maybe or that might be wrong she might have just been the first the one first to get female mis- from mystery it. novelist who actually let everyone know she was female maybe. didn't use a nom de plume maybe. that made there, you think yeah, it was a man that's true I don't know. I know nothing about her. I only know what I've read in her books, so. Yeah. My favorite of hers, I would probably say, is either And Then There Were None or Murder on the Orient Express, probably the most famous I've read And Then There Were None, Mm -hmm. which used to have a racist name. Yes. And then I read... (laughs) That's um, the only thing about it. The Body in the Library. The Body in the Library, I was kind of like, Huh? Like, it just kind of didn't really make any sense. Yeah. It, it was just weird. 
it made do, sense, but it also was kind of just yeah, like, well, that's why, a little far-fetched. Got, yeah, that seems a little... Why would they go to all that much trouble to move someone's body to the library in another yeah. house? Dying her hair and all that, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's just weird. <laughs> Nobody goes to that much trouble. It would have been more likely they would have tried to... Uh, Burn it or... Bury the body somewhere. Bury it somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing with mystery novels is they tend to have, like, yeah. people, the murderer does a bunch of weird stuff. They're like, nobody would go to this much <laughs> trouble to... Yeah, like, in the Nancy Drew books, they always try and, like, murder her because she's onto their trail or whatever. Yeah, that's a Hardy like, Boys thing, too. Like, I don't think that they would really Hardy Boys books much. all have that scene where a brick comes through the window <laughs> with a note attached to it. There's multiple... Stay off the case, Hardy Boys, or you're dead, or whatever. Yeah, there's, like, multiple scenes like that in Nancy Drew yeah. where, like, the housekeeper gets hit in the head with a brick or a rock or yeah. something from a window. Yeah. Or they get a menacing note or something yeah. like that. Drop the case or else. Yeah, stuff like that. I yeah. mean, they weren't... It's weird that Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys are so similar because they weren't written by the same author. No, but they're, they're, they were churned out by a... Uh, conglomerate the yeah. author isn't always like it's franklin like, w dixon is like nine different people at this yeah, point didn't i think he... the first there, well, there was true. one author who wrote the bulk of the originals and then they just keep using that that's that name. true because there's the original nancy drew books which there's like a hundred of those and those are the ones i'm trying to read all of them i'm like on the 30th and i've been doing it for like five years so i don't know that's a lot of nancy drew <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're not difficult reading. No, they're very... They're like 160 yeah, pages long. Yeah, you can turn them out in a day or two. Yeah, you should be able to read three or four of those in a day. I could if I sat down and, like, all day, but, like, I'm usually doing other stuff. Yes. Um, But, like, Carolyn Keene, she wrote... I think she was a real person who wrote the original books, but now there's, like, the graphic novels and the different side series and yes. stuff. And those are also written by Carolyn Keene, but it's not actually carolyn keen right sure i can't remember i should look it up here franklin w dixon mm. um they also did that with the boxcar children i think he wrote like maybe like the first few and then he died and so then his kids started writing yeah the hardy them. boys books were organized it, i i was gonna call it a syndicate and i thought no it's not but that's actually what it's called uh, it was the strat syndicate um, <laughs> Why is it called a syndicate? That makes me think of like the most famous, and uh, the, it was a Canadian author named Charles Leslie McFarlane. He was the first Franklin W. Dixon. Um, Simon and Schuster are the uh, the publishers. Now the publishers are that own the the rights to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, those are the the whole thing was it was meant to just make adventure stories for kids or whatever. So yeah, um, and to make a lot of money off of it. They're not the great. They're not great books. They're fun. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I read some of them when I was younger, but I tried reading a few more when I was older, and and um, I mean, they're fine. They're for kids. Also, they're for written... us older, sophisticated readers. It's just too beneath us now to yeah, be reading exactly. such palp, palp. Is that a word? Palp? Is palp? Pulp. Palp? 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 Pulp? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, what we'll you're talking about. We can edit this out later. I don't know what palp is. Um, Pap? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, also the Nancy Drew books, they're written in like 50s, 60s, I think. Yeah. And so, but they always try and include things from like, 
Like, they're like, they're gonna go to Hawaii, and then it's, like, just, like, super racist, like, right. depictions of Hawaiian people throughout the whole Yeah, I, I believe the Hardy Boys were originally written in the 20s or 30s, and then they updated them in the 50s. Um, I like, have a copy. They of updated it. them in the 50s to make the lingo more modern, like, the cars were now called jalopies and things like that. They would just yeah. use um, to make them, to keep up with the times, I guess, so... Um, there are copies of the, I, there's a set of the first 10 or 12 books that you can buy that are in the original language, I suppose, you yeah. would use from when On they were bridge. first published before they became, you know, updated for the 50s or yeah. whatever. So um, I just, I had a copy of one of the Nancy Drew books mm. and I looked at it and it's 1961. Yeah, so I think Nancy 50s, Drew 60s. came around a little bit later on when they were like, hey, girls spend money on books too. Girls can be detectives, too. Girls like to read books. Why not make a Hardy Boys for girls? Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't know. Oh, they did Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew spinoffs where they were like... Yes. They were... Crossovers? Yeah, crossovers, yeah, not spinoffs. Yeah. Crossovers. I never, yep. I never they had any a, of them. They had a TV series in the 70s, um... The Nancy the Drew CW, Hardy Boy Mysteries. The CW currently has a Nancy Drew show. I'm sure it's which wonderful. Which I'm sure is incredible. I'm sure it's wonderful. It's probably really bad. I've never probably. seen it, though. It's probably, it's I, probably actually, more concerned with diversity than actually telling a good story. Yeah, I'm, I think that the guy who plays her boyfriend is black, so they did add diversity to it. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean... No, Diversity's fine as long as the stories anyway, are good. So. No, we don't care about the di- diversity's good, but uh, tell good stories too while you're doing it, huh? Huh, people? I'm pretty sure Nancy Drew doesn't do that, so, but it's fine. Yeah, um, my original plan for reading this year was to I had like I had a list of ten books of over five hundred pages or more that I was going to read, and then just sort of weave in other books in between it. But then I just sort of started reading. I was like, you know, there's a ton of classic books that I've never read. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. Um, and I actually read Jane Eyre for the first time. I'd seen three or four movies, <laughs> movie versions of Jane Eyre. So I know the story, but this was the first time I actually read the book. sat down and read the whole book. Jane Eyre read is, the book. is my favorite book, personally. And, yes, and it's a very it's very well written. Jane Eyre is a wonderful character. Um, uh, the writing is 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 great. Mm-hmm. The story is, it's a little melodramatic and, um, as were the stories then, but, but you know, they, it's a yeah, product of like people think, uh, people have a tendency to think that classic novels are like these sophisticated, you know, um, stuff that's only for the elite, elite literary, the literary snobs. But when you read them, you're like, they're really, yeah. um, a lot of the same, tropes and things that you see in in modern novels they're just more they're just better written i think than most modern novels the writing is better that's the, the thing. metaphors and this... the imagery and the way they describe yeah. things is more creative and interesting than um, most modern yeah. novels which is why people are uh like people are saying, oh, stop! You gotta stop reading all those old classic novels, and you know, there's great, there is good modern, but don't stop reading the old classic no. novels. I don't know if it makes me a snob to say, but I don't like reading like book. Actually, it depends. I was gonna say I don't like reading books that were written now, but I think what I mean is I don't like reading like 
young adult books that are yeah. now. Because they're just not good. <laughs> some of them, like The Hunger Games is good and... Well, like I've Mr. read Jackson some young adult stuff. novels, and a lot of them are very uh, permissive when it comes to drug Drugs use and, and sex. sex. And it's like, hey, yeah. that's just what teenagers do. Yeah. But they're very postmodern in the, hey, there's no right and wrong. And they're very permissive about the, the things that are happening. And the, the kind it's of not even not, that that I don't like. I think it's just that. Well, you're not, not a parent yet, good. first of all. Yeah, I'm not a parent. So and, the, and they're not really well with. Yeah. There's a couple of books, like YA novels, that I've read in been like oh yeah that's good like uh yeah like i said like the hunger games and stuff like that but i don't really like reading like young adult books as much as i like reading it's because you well the thing is is you have you've you read a lot when you were younger you were very high reading level yeah so so your I'm your reading level is good. beyond okay. you're not too good for it, but your reading <laughs> level is beyond the what the average young adult novel is geared towards. Yeah. Um, so that's why you like Jane Eyre and um, Little Women. Because those, like, Little Women, I guess, would be considered children's literature, but I think it In was... In the time, yeah. I think it was, it was when children. <laughs> children were at a much, much higher reading level and um, could hold an... And think could sit and hold something could hold their attention for longer than when they did uh, however long well, it took. Well, I mean, like they didn't have like cell phones or TV, so they were like, yeah. "Oh, a book," Here, and they read it. Like, yeah, go sit in the window and uh, read for the yeah. next. And they would just, yeah, it was like when you read books about what people were doing in the evenings, they were, you know, sitting. Or they were sitting for hours and hours and hours. Reading or drawing or playing the piano and all oh, the yeah, books. Oh yeah, like and in, I'm reading. Um, unless you live well, like Little House on the Prairie, Pa was out working till. Yeah, but he played the fiddle dark, sometimes. Came in and smoked his pipe and played the fiddle. And I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have all the distractions, so a book was like reading something, and you could read something more difficult because you were smarter. If you were literate. Not everyone was yeah, literate. Yeah, that's true. If you were was, rich, if you had the, if, the yeah. privilege of being able to go to school, if and you stuff were, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were a literate, not illiterate, a literate <laughs> person at the time, you books books were the thing. Yeah, books were the thing. And uh, today, you hand a book to some students, and it's like giving Superman kryptonite. Like, what am I supposed? to... I can't get that thing away from me. Or, um, yeah, I have students that have been reading the same. They just keep rereading the same book every year when we have yeah, silent I know who reading you're talking because about. they um, they've read that book eight times. Yeah, <laughs> it's like hey, why don't you guys let's pick something else? Why why don't you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but I've read a book. Uh, this is week like the sixth week of the year. I've read five books already. Wow. Um, and all of them were over four hundred and some pages long. Some over five hundred. Uh, just made it a point this year that at least an hour every night to sit down and read uninterrupted yeah, and to have my book with me. So in those times during the day when I do have a few moments to downtime to read 10, 15 pages. If, yeah. And, um, but I found that the older, older books make me force me to concentrate more because of the, the language, because of the language. Yeah. And <laughs> I have to look a lot of things up. Like what are they talking about? Oh, now I know what they're talking about. Yeah. So I'm learning a lot more. Um, I was reading, uh, What's the book I just finished? Jane Eyre. I don't. Yeah. Know. No, Jane. Eyre. Oh no, I'm reading uh the what, what Americans refer to English speaking uh, 
reader, oh, such yes. as the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but the actual us sophisticated readers know that the <laughs> uh, the title is actually Notre Dame de Paris. Mm. Um, so that's what I'm reading, and there was something in there about um, a petard, and I was like, "What's a petard?" So I looked it up, and yeah. it's an explosive device. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And there's all footnotes and things yeah. for the modern reader to flip to the back and be like, "Oh, okay." And it was, but you have to focus more. You have to just, and that also having to concentrate and focus makes me retain more of what I'm reading and having a longer book, I think also helps me retain what I'm reading because, um, you are reminded more often of who each of these characters are and you learn more and more about them where I look back of the list of books I've read over the last 10 years. And there's books that are hundred and some pages, 150, 180 pages. I'm like, I have no idea what, I don't even remember reading this book yeah. because I was just trying to blow through it to get to my 50 books of the year. Yeah. And over half the books I read, I'm like, I don't even remember what that was about. I think that can go either way, though, because, like, I read um, Gone with the Wind, which is, like, a thousand pages. And I I remember what happened. Like, I remember the story, but I don't remember every single detail. No, you're not going to do that no matter yeah. what. I mean, there's books that I've read three or four times that I forget things from or don't remember every detail of yeah. it. Um, I read The Grapes of Wrath, which I hadn't read since I was a senior in high school. Uh, it, it's great. It was great when I was it's in high grape. school. The great <laughs> grapes of wrath. It was great when I was in high school, and it's it's still great now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I appreciate it, it more now because in high school I was just kind of thinking like, oh, this is my senior year. I just want to have fun, and um, you see it from a different perspective. And yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. So now, and now I don't, you know, I had friends back there to hang out with. Don't really have any friends now, so (laughs) books are my friends. So now I can invest more in my friends, the books. Yeah. So, I don't, a lot of people, I don't understand, they're like, that reading is boring. But I don't know if, I don't know why they think it's boring, because it's like, you get to just like, it's like watching a movie for me. Yeah. Like I just, you put, you, but you I do put the work. It in my head. They write like, it, and you make you make the pictures in your head. Yeah. It's different than a movie. Which I've heard actually that some people can't, they can't picture. Hmm. Like there's for some reason like they can't like they, they just read so all they see is words. So I understand why that would be boring for them because if you're not like, their imagination stuff, has been stifled somehow. That or it's just like not like a condition, but like it's just how their brain works. I think maybe. Well, and they're used to everything being done for them. The The computer does all the picturing for you now. So after, if you've grown up staring at screens and letting someone else do, do most of your imagining for you, I imagine it's probably difficult to, yeah. to do that in your head. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Maybe. I don't yeah, know what I I'm talking know. about. <laughs> I just sound like some old guy, you know, grumpy old man, get off my lawn guy right now. But. Yeah. Which I, which I probably do have a lot of that in me, but at the, also at the same time, um, yeah. yeah. Not everything was better when I was younger. No. Not everything was Medicine, worse. Medicine, for example. Medicine, for example. I'll tell you that. Phones. Big pharma. Yeah, but that's big pharma, bro. You need to. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? No, I'm losing it. We're only, we're already a half hour into this, and I'm losing it. What's our next topic? Our next topic is. <laughs> Coming up, we should have a wheel with topics on it. You spin the wheel, and then whatever comes up, oh. that's the next topic. Well, we'd have to buy a wheel. 
Well, I, I guess we could, because um, this might end up taking a while to talk about, we can talk about Cobra Kai Season mm. 3, yeah, yeah, yeah. which went on Netflix at the first week of January, I think, yeah. and we haven't done a podcast since then. Yeah. So um, remembering everything from it might be a little difficult. Yes. Um, but overall, I as far as... Uh, whether it was a good season or not. It was good. It was good. I liked it. I liked it, too. I thought it was the right direction to be moving in. I yeah. Um, I mean, from the first season, it was it was clear. And spoiler alert, if you haven't oh, yeah. seen spoilers this. Spoilers upcoming. Spoilers, uh, spoilers from this point on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, season one, it was pretty obvious from the get-go that at some point, they were pushing towards the idea of Johnny and Daniel teaming up, teaming up yeah. getting along. And that's where we're at when the season ends. They're teaming up um, with people from the who, the Cobra Kai dojo and from the Miyagi-Do, Ma, Miyagi-Do dojo. Yeah. Um, have decided to team up to try to defeat John Kreese. And um, I guess it's Johnny's son. What's his name? Robbie. Robbie. And I think there's some other Cobra Kai dudes. Yeah, I can't remember. Tori without Y. Tori. See, there's. I could tell at first. I thought they were gonna. They were setting up like a romance between Hawk and Tori, but then then now I see like it was confusing because they were like setting up like between Hawk and Tori, but then when he joined Miyagi Do, then it was like. Oh, now she's with Robbie. Like they're like sort of setting up a romance between the two of them. The, yeah, the one one weird thing they did was that one of the first episodes they sort of set up why Tori is troubled. That yeah, she's why taking she's care of her six is. mom, her sick mom, her six mom. She's got six moms. <laughs> she's <laughs> got really hard to What you from. can understand, she's got to take care of six moms. <laughs> You that can would understand. Put, that would put stress on anybody. You, that one, taking care of one sick mom would be enough, but six impossible. <laughs> um, her sick mother. Yes. And they sort of make they go on this where they're trying to make her a sympathetic character, like, oh, yeah. I understand now. But then by the time it's over, you're like, I hate her. She's horrible. She's still. Yeah. This yeah. is no. There's no excuse for her behavior, no matter how many how sick her six moms are. Well, yeah, like when they started making like the the her background story, I was like, oh, that's like kind of sad. I feel bad for her, and like she had the whole thing with like the 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 creepy landlord or whatever. Right. And I was like, that's messed up. That like this, is, I feel bad for her. But then it was also like, but she's also insane. But like, she's also awful. She's There's also no a excuse. horrible person. We can't excuse this yeah. behavior from. From Tori with a Y. Yeah. Just because her mom's sick. Even it's understandable like, that you'd have, but you gotta, yeah. you gotta rein that in a like, little bit. Like, even with Hawk, like, you're like, okay, yeah, he was bullied his whole life, and now that he's gotten a taste of power, he doesn't want to let go, and he's trying to keep that, but it's also like, c- come on, like, yeah, chill out a little bit. <laughs> he's um, a little crazy. My least favorite part of um, Cobra Kai has actually become the karate. karate. That's my least favorite part. Because every time there's a fight now, it's like, this is insane what's happening here. Um, like, for instance, there's the one where they, is it a laser tag room or something? Yeah, they sneak into the laser tag. And they and then the Cobra Kai and the Miyagis get into a fight. 
And uh, is it Hawk breaks? Hawk breaks D- Dimitri's arm. arm. Yeah. And I'm like, did anybody call the police? And no That's one called the, the police. That's the one thing. Is and this is a police it. free zone. When we were watching it, we it's kept just being like, free, um, call the world. police. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a police-free world, if apparently. I was like, the only time the police were called was John Kreese called the police, apparently, <laughs> to put a restraining order on Daniel's wife. Yeah. Because she came into his dojo and confronted him and slapped him. So then he put a restraining order on it. So the police are only, the only per- person calling the police is the villain. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah. See, because, like, there's the scene, or the fight at the end where they, they're all at Daniel's house and they're fighting, and instead of calling the police, he goes and confronts John yeah. Priest. And I was like, you need to call the police and say, there's a bunch of kids just came, attacked my daughter and her friends in their home, and broke up my yeah. house. You sent them to my home? Yeah. Like, you call, wanted a fight, now you've got it. Call I'm the like, police. Uh, call the cops, dude. Yeah, and Johnny did the same thing. He's like, he comes home. Uh, Miguel's Miguel, who couldn't walk in episode one and is now in <laughs> fully, full, full, full karate, karate combat by episode eight. Well, in the, in the last fight scene, he was a little bit like... It, yeah, but come on. Yeah. Come on. It, w- the, it was the way that they did it. I, was you, like, I would think you would wait till season four to get him back on his feet, but um, maybe they not want to... They, they need him for they the They don't want to drag this out, I'm assuming, and they shouldn't. They should only have one or maybe two more seasons of this. Yeah. I think season Um, four should be the end of it. When, just to bring in the Muppets as we do occasionally, season five of the Muppet Show is the last season because Jim Henson decided after season five, we're not going to do anymore. I don't Mm -hmm. want this to get stale. Yeah, because after a while. And so he he was smart enough to know after five seasons, as almost every TV show should know, it's time to pull a plug. Yeah. And uh, so some I'm, shows I'll give don't it know that though. Two, yeah, and that's usually if on the rare occasion that I do watch a TV show now. Once it starts to stretch past five seasons, I usually just stop watching because I'm like, I don't know how much yeah. long, more of my time I want to invest in this. But anyway, um, yeah, I would have thought they would have pushed that Miguel walking thing to a next season. Yeah, but, it was weird that they did it so quickly because I was yeah. like, also it was weird that his mom let it was weird that his mom let um johnny help him like walk again i would have been like i'm sorry but you're not a professional like yeah you have no experience because his, his your physical therapist is an idiot get yeah <laughs> that's his, basically what it was <laughs> his way of his physical therapy was like i'm gonna set your foot on fire right. and you'll be able to walk we're gonna like, go to a rock concert and um maybe that'll make you tap your foot or something yeah like uh, I know yeah. what they're doing. It's sort of like yeah, I but as I know what they're as doing. his mother, I would have been like, you know, you can hang around in the real world. He, he it'd be nice to help people, him by being yeah. a support system, but like you're not helping him yeah. by trying to do physical therapy on him because you're gonna make it worse. In the real world, where people um, mostly still call the police when there's a problem, in spite of the fact that there's a bunch of people out there that don't trust the police anymore but in the real world where you would call the police when there's a problem you would also want your son going to an actual physical therapist and not an alcoholic yeah. karate instructor <laughs> yeah um who is really bad who is at responsible for yeah. for the paralyzed and by the end son. of it he's able to walk and um he's sleeping with the kid's mom 
Yeah, that's so. weird to me. I think that's an inappropriate relationship. Thanks for helping my kid walk. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I'm just... Let's go to bed. <laughs> it's weird. I think it's a... It's a... What's the word for that? Conflict of interest? Is that yeah, what it is? I, I think would it's think just so. weird. I would think so. Yeah. Um, the best part of this season is the return of um, Allie with an I, Elizabeth Shue, mm-hmm. um, who comes back, I think, with two or three episodes from the end and she's the only like sensible reasonable adult that's existing (laughs) in this universe they did try to pull they um the original thought everyone had was because they established that Allie was a pediatric surgeon yeah was that she would be coming in to to fix um i think also it was miguel that they set that up and then didn't do anything well they set it up and i think once they figured out that everybody saw the setup coming they were like hey let's pull Let's pull a fast one yeah. on them, and you see them saying, "Oh, there's some hotshot doctor from out of out of state that's come in, yeah. um, that's going to help him out and do the surgery." And you see a woman with blonde hair standing in the around. hallway, and she turns around, and it's not Allie Schwarber and so then Mills. Everyone's like, Allie Mills eh? Schwarber. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, ah, they they pulled the they. They knew that we were on to them, and they pulled the fast one. So how is yeah. she going to get back into this? Turns out she's just coming home for Christmas to spend time with her. Uh, parents yeah. and her she's in the middle of a divorce what i liked about her coming back was that her and daniel's wife were like cool with each other that they didn't try and make it like a rivalry thing because i always think it's dumb when they do that yeah because like they were mature adults about it and i think that that was she's the voice of reason yeah she's the only one that's using her the, head the wife is she was the voice of reason until she got until, mad and attacked yeah. John Kreese, and now he's crazy. And let yeah, let's start a dojo and let's uh, let's I end think, this war. Or whatever. Yeah, I think that he needs to go to like some sort of therapy. Because, John Kreese. <laughs> yes, because well, like, that we've known that for a really long time. <laughs> well, because they they like set up his backstory of him. That was the other good thing I liked the was war. the way they set up his backstory. Yeah. Which was something he, uh, Martin Cove, the actor, had talked about was that he had been in the character had been in Vietnam, and that he had always sort of um, played the role as he's a guy that did, couldn't handle that they lost the United States lost in quotes the Vietnam War, and so he hates to lose at anything now, and so his yeah. whole life is to make sure that he doesn't lose. Yeah. And that's where we're at with him now. But the Allie thing, um, Allie with an I, she... Going the thing, back to Allie. Yeah, let's let's stick to that because it, for now. Because she's like, there's a scene where Johnny, the whole time he's been trying to impress her online on his Facebook page or something. Yeah. And uh, they, they agree to meet for lunch. They sit down and he orders some weird vegan thing. And then she's like, I'll have a cheeseburger. And then he... Um, was like, you know what, I'll have the same thing. And then she looks and says, there he is. Like, yeah. It's it's a little it's a little message like don't try be to yourself. be yourself. Yeah, don't try and be your me. best self. Don't try to fake. Don't try to. Yeah. I don't think she meant. I don't think it means be yourself. Like if you're a jerk, keep being a jerk. Yeah. No. But don't, be. Yeah. He needs be the to best. change. But yeah, don't try to <laughs> fake your way into impressing someone. Yeah. You. I'm. She's gonna have a cheeseburger and he's a cheeseburger guy. So she's like, when she said, "There he is," I'm like, "Yeah, there yeah. he is." Be the best, Johnny Lawrence. Don't try to be yeah. this, this when, like, fake. And, Johnny Lawrence. He like went out and did like a photo shoot thing for his Facebook page, but then he just like posted videos of him and Miguel and like the championship, not the championship, what's it, the tournament and stuff like that. 
So it was like he was just being like yeah. the real him. The other thing they did was they redeemed the Ali character because at the mm-hmm. beginning of Karate Kid 2, we're led to believe that um, she just dumped Daniel. She wrecked his car and dumped him for a football player from UCLA. And I guess um, Elizabeth Shue always asked Ralph Macchio, what did they, why did they do that? They made her look like a terrible person. And he's like, I, I don't know. So they agreed that when she came back that they would fix that yeah. and make Daniel look like the hot-headed jerk that he is. Yeah. And and they fixed the story that, well, no, I wasn't in love with him, but you made such a scene that I played it up that yeah. he did. And I told you the brakes on the car were going to go bad. So they kind of redeemed her character from that. Yeah. Uh, As it, it was sort of just they like they were dumb kids. Right. And... Yeah, they they had yeah. to get rid of her for part two, so they just made her look like a bad person. So I, they I feel like it. they could have just been like she went to college. Wait, were they out of high school at that point? That was the prom night. She knew it. That was happening on prom night of their senior year. No, they but in the up. second movie, they're out of high school. Like he's well, just, yeah, he goes off after high school. Yeah, and, it could have just been summer. like she went to. A different college yeah. or something. And then part three happens. He comes back from fighting to the death in Okinawa. And, and then, then it's just some has, dumb tournament. Has to, has to fight in the tournament again. Um, those All those they movies probably... are supposedly taking place in the same 12-month span. Yeah. They probably... Even though Ralph Macchio looked like he was about 35 when they finally got around to taking the third <laughs> but one. He but he was already like in his 20s when they did the first one. Yeah, time, right? but he looked... He, looked he didn't he look like the karate young. kid anymore. Yeah. He still looks really young, though. Yeah. For how old he is. How yeah. old is he? Like 50? Uh, yeah, he and William Zopka are probably in their 50s now. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Allie yeah. was the best part. Um, she was I the voice the... of reason. She basically got the two of them to stop acting like idiots and yeah. and uh, squash that beef <laughs> that had been going on for 35 years. I, I also liked when they went back to... Uh, he went back to Okinawa. I thought that was that cool. part was good too. Yeah, that was the that was another good part. When the parts when the they're not fighting, those are the parts that. Yeah. I mean, I liked the thing with him I and liked chosen the, and yeah. him and I don't remember the girl's name. Um, and then the little girl that he saved in the uh, oh yeah that was cool. in the typhoon ends up working for the car company that he's trying to convince to yeah. sign a contract. Just happens to be the person that can get that deal done yeah. for him. Yeah, that part was good. I liked all that. It was nice to bring those characters back and then... Yeah, squash um, the have, beef between Chosen and... Yeah, Daniel's and then also have sort of a um, a little bit more philosophical everything. view of how karate should work mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And the thing with her reading Mr. Miyagi's letters was nice. Yes, that was good too. Yeah. Yeah, and again, the t- I like all the stuff. I'm getting to the point where I don't really care about the teenagers in this show anymore like they're not it's hard they're not some of them i'm interested in and some of them i'm not interested in like i'm interested i was interested in robbie like i thought he had an interesting story but now i just feel like him going with cobra kai kind of like cheapened his character a little bit and so i feel like i don't not really as interested in what he's doing anymore i'm more interested in like Miguel, I was interested in Sam. Yeah. But she's kind of not super interesting. <laughs> and I it could also be that they're they're getting they've spread too thin like how how many characters were supposed to be worrying about their story arc. Yeah, they put a lot of characters. Miguel 
and Robbie, Robbie and, and Sam, Sam and Tori and, Tori, and, Ro- and I already said Robbie and um, <laughs> Hawk and Dimitri. Hawk and Dimitri, and then you've got now you've got uh, Sam's old boyfriend is now in Cobra Kai, the Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah. Um, I thought you've it was... got um, Crease that we have to worry about, and Johnny and Daniel and Daniel's wife and all these yeah. different characters, and it's like the least interesting part of it, and it's not just because. They're not the characters. They were the, initially they were interesting, but now I'm just sort of like I don't care what happens to these kids anymore, and I'm almost to the point where I'm like, uh, I'm not really, yeah. I'm just like one of the things because all they do is have these massive brawls, brawls yeah. and, and then the dumb adults don't call the cops. The thing that I think also is we've talked about this like in our on our own time. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast Probably before. Not. But, like, older movies, when there was a fight scene, they would pan out and there would be... You could see what was yeah, actually happening. you could see happening. what was happening. Maybe there'd be some close-up shots of their faces and stuff. Yeah. And, like, in the original Karate Kid, like, the fights were like that, where you could see what was going on. But yeah. then, because it's in a more modern time, it's, like, really up close and you can't tell what's happening or who's winning. But also the fight's, like, ex- really fake. Yeah. Like it's just... I think most of the, the actors actually do their own stunts but it's more of like a yeah just the chaotic yeah fighting that's obviously also choreographed looks fake and over the top and i mean the one fight in daniel's house starts with them throwing a kid through a window and i'm like okay (laughs) the first thing would be like he would have been probably wounded seriously by going through a big plate of yeah, glass. Yeah, he would have gotten, like, glass stuck in his um, face and, and stuff. And he would have been like, call an ambulance, but yeah. no, it turned into... <laughs> and also, it's like these children are all of a sudden just, like, sadistic monsters who have no yeah, compassion, I, and it's... Like, and are their parents aware of what's happening? Like, shouldn't Daniel be like, you like... know what, this guy that you Your kids are going to... Cur- I mean, I guess, I think they tried a little of that in season two... Where well, like, he's like, Aisha, oh, yeah, Cobra Kai is a terrible thing. And I don't know. It's really helped my daughter uh, be more disciplined and all that. Yeah. But, like, know. the character, I don't know why the character of Aisha wasn't in the third season. I think they couldn't I don't work know out a contract with her or something issues like or anything. that. But, like, they were like, after the fight, her mom made her switch schools. And I was like, as she should. Like, I would have done the right. same thing. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Which, like... If I was, that's the thing, like, with Hawk's, Hawk's mom, she can obviously see that he's become a different person. Yeah. And that he's, like, like, something is wrong with him. I would have been like, you're not doing karate anymore. Why does he still have his weird hair when he joins the the Miyagi-Do? Like, he's still, like, the the weird, like... I think the mohawk would be fine if it wasn't as tall. It just looks weird because it's so tall. If they just made it, like, a shorter one, then I'd be like, yeah. So let's talk about my favorite part of this whole thing. (laughs) Which is is, Allie, no. (laughs) No. After after the uh, big fight at Daniel's house, when the Cobra Kai show up and trash his house, and they have a huge fight. Yeah. And then Johnny goes home, and he finds Miguel at home all beat up and he's like what happened and so then he storms off to the cobra kai dojo mm-hmm. has a fight with crease um and um daniel and his and robbie his yeah. son he accidentally knocks his own son out and then, and then he has like he a big into, dent in his forehead yeah he gets into a fight with crease and crease is choking him it's clearly going to be going to kill him i didn't want it to end this way or whatever and then daniel shows up not calling the cops he just goes to take a 
you know, you sent him to my house. If he had, if you he wanted had, to fight, now you've got it. If he had called the cops, they would have shown up to him choking him, and then they would have arrested him, and it would have all been over. Right. <laughs> but then, so then he and Kreese start fighting. Um, they go through a, <laughs> they go through the window of the Cobra Kai dojo into the sidewalk. Yeah. And then Kreese picks up a jagged shard of grass, <laughs> glass, <laughs> of grass, and says, "It's time for you to be reunited with Miyagi." Which is basically saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But then Daniel pulls out the uh, the super mystical karate stuff that Chosen Which is taught him in Okinawa. And knocks pressure points on him so that Kreese can't move. Mm-hmm. And then he cocks on back like he's going to punch him. Finish and him. Johnny comes out and nods at him like, yeah, kill him. Put it, end this thing. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the kids show up, Dad, stop, or whatever. <laughs> and then... Um, Kreese says, let's settle this the old-fashioned way, with a tournament. <laughs> and I'm like, he just tried to kill you. He just threatened. He, he, he was <laughs> going to kill you. the police. He said, no, we're going to settle this by calling the police. And if, if, if we win, you leave the valley or whatever. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's like where the series actually should have ended, with them calling the police and like well, Kreese gets, goes up from... I feel like that would have from, been like a dumb kind of like that's it because after all they've yeah, set up but i'm like you like, can't you can't have a guy threaten to kill you by stabbing you with a ch- shard of glass yeah and then just be like all right fine we'll fight of, you in a tournament he grabbed like one of those knife things from off the wall and was like gonna stab. i don't remember johnny who. pulled it off the wall and then robbie told him don't do it dad or whatever and so then, then he, he threw it down yeah and but then, then i fighting. think I think Kreese picks it I up at some know. point. Because I remember when we were watching it, you go, he can't kill him. <laughs> yeah. I and I, like... I thought he was going to die for a second, but he didn't. Yeah. But anyway, I was sort of like, that's when I'm like, we're living in a cop-free world here where these people yeah. are just like, we'll settle this on our own. We're going to we're gonna go to the tournament and fight this in the tournament. Yeah. By the way, isn't the tournament like two days away? It because when be. Allie comes back, it's in December, and that's when the tournament is is and one of the things was they were going to cancel the tournament that was back on they the name of the episode the last episode is the date of the tournament december yeah so what they're going to go fight in the tournament the next day i don't know if it's necessarily maybe or it's is like it a we're going to fight in the tournament at the end of the year because it's always december 19th i remember that because in the original movie it was december 18th or 19th and daniel's birthday was the 18th which is my birthday that's what I remember. So the episode was December 19th, right? Wasn't that the... Yeah, it was called like December 19th. Okay, so that's supposed to be the day that they have the tournament. I don't know if it took place on December 19th. It's supposed to. Or if it... Or has it... Was no, it... because if it took place on December 19th, they would have already gone to the tournament. Well, that's what I mean. So now... Maybe yeah, it was... Know. They were just calling it December 19th because it ends with them being like, we're going to the tournament. Yeah. And then the season ends with John Kreese on the phone to what we... Assume is Terry Silver, yeah. who's the over-the-top psycho villain from <laughs> the third one. Uh, Karate Kid 3. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well. <laughs> who's here? The <laughs> big war hero. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> what's the other dumb stuff that he, he says? says he do? always says people's name three yeah, times. Yeah, Danny, Danny, Danny. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. It's like, that's, a, that's some He's, sort of acting technique, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, well, well. Just say things three times. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Well, well, well. I, emphasis, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, he was in the 
as he mentioned in Karate Kid 3, that he was in the same um, uh, army platoon with Didn't Kreese, Kreese in, go to jail? during Vietnam. Did Kreese go to jail? I don't know. I don't think so. And, I think um, he did. So um, they, they show flashbacks to Kreese being in the military during Vietnam. Yeah. And, and the guy one guy that you think is supposed like to be Terry Silver, who ends up dying. I'm like, well, I thought that was Terry. But then... I mean, I think what it is is because he's got, like, the ponytail thing going on. I feel like the guy, he was really upset when he died, so he, like, sort of adopts, like, his personality and his yeah. his look to, like, I don't know if it's, like, a coping mechanism or just, like, in honor of him, but... Yeah. I would... A part of me is, like, you would hope that Terry Silver would, like, the, like the first episode is him coming back, and this is... Because this is 33 years later... Coming back and looks like John. Listen, man, we you got to grow up. We, yeah, we got to get out of this thing. Like, yeah. But you know he's gonna come back and be. Yeah. That's right, Johnny. We're gonna get your karate going again. We're gonna take over the valley. He's either gonna be all in or all out. Like there's. You think he, this is over, old man? He can't be in between because he's either gonna be full Terry Silver or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, part of me is like, yeah, I really want to see that again. And part of me is like, I want him to, 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 I want them to twist it on us and be like, come on, man, we can't stop yeah. acting like this. I think one of the things, just thinking, I just this popped into my head. I was gonna say it earlier, but we got sidetracked. Was mm-hmm. that like, in the first, the first season, she's dating Miguel, um, and then, she shows up to a party with Robbie. And mm-hmm. he gets mad, and right. he tries to punch Robbie, and he punches Sam, and so then she, I think she either breaks up with him then, or a little bit later, um, but then um, she dates, starts dating Robbie, mm-hmm. and then she cheats on him with Miguel. Well, she just kissed him when she was drunk. That's not cheating. That is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Um, and yeah, then, I was just kidding. <laughs> don't yeah, don't like, cancel me. I was just kidding. But then there's like the exact same scene where from the first season where now Robbie shows up and she's with Miguel and then he's like, you know what, I'm done. Like, And then he's the one who you're like, come on, you're being unreasonable. Like, They're teenagers so though, they're so it's like, understandable that they're all, you know, their brains aren't working right. <laughs> they just don't think clearly. So that part makes sense yeah, as far as the teenagers. It's just like... But, the way that they flipped it back so much, like, I thought when she ended up with Robbie that that was going to be, like, the the final couple yeah. or whatever, but now she's back with Miguel and, like... So the only character left to introduce from the original movies that hasn't been is going to be Terry Silver. Yeah, because they're... And then Mike the Barnes. Man. Who's Mike Barnes? Who, Mike Barnes is his opponent. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Your karate's a joke. Yeah, I have guy. a defense for everything you've got or whatever. That guy. Karate's bad boy or whatever yeah. who's... Um. Yeah. They, they, so he hasn't. So I'm waiting to see. Like, is he gonna like, come back and be like, "I'm on your side, guys," and fight with Johnny? And or is he gonna Terry Silver gonna pay him? We need you to come back 35 years later. They should make him like an overweight guy who's just like, "Dude, I ain't got the energy to do karate anymore." Or whatever. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Because all these guys are still doing like, karate. Like even the the preacher. Um, He's that was like in Cobra Kai. Shape, he yeah. beats Johnny up in his church because he's still in great shape and still doing perfect karate moves yeah. all these years later. I don't know anybody who did karate Even like in high school that is... I think is still doing karate today. Because I, I knew know. people that were doing karate, but I'm guessing they're not still training and yeah. 
I could be wrong. I, I don't feel know. like it makes sense that like Danny would still be in to karate since he was like the champion or whatever. And, like, it was, like, a huge deal. Like, it makes... And since, like, Mr. Miyagi was, like, such a huge part of his life, it makes sense right. that he would keep doing... Yeah. Keep doing... But uh, when was, like, the first show... The first episode is Johnny beating up all those guys um, that are like picking on Miguel. Memory, but, like, he's out and of he's shape, like, so, uh, like... Has he been doing karate this whole time, or was he... Because when he kicks the first guy, he's like, ah! He, like, grabs yeah. his arm like he hurt himself or yeah. something. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I guess you just never lose it, man. Especially against people that have never done karate. Yeah. I don't know. But didn't... What else happened that season? There's scenes of them, like, fighting the kids who are doing karate, like, fighting kids who don't do karate. Yeah. And it's like, in real life, there's no way that they would be still, still be standing. Yeah. Because... I've seen actual video of of people, of kids fighting, like, a kid who doesn't know karate... And the kid who does, and the kid who knows karate ends it in like 15 yeah. seconds and the other kid's unconscious. Yeah. Because they don't know what to do. It's just they're swinging wildly and you just yeah. dodge the punches until you yeah. see your opening and then you kick them in the head. and then They're down. Yeah. yeah like, anybody who knows karate going up against somebody who knows nothing about karate, well, there it's, it's going to be over like quickly. He was a wrestler. Like, well, Tori did MMA, I think, before she But of did. course you can't have... A karate show where the yeah. the kid who knows karate um, can beat people up and end it real quickly because then there's no drama. Yeah, it's a, exactly. I mean it is a TV show I guess I suppose. suppose. But yeah, we gotta wait another year for um, season four. Cobra Kai season four featuring psycho villain Terry Silver. Possibly. Possibly, most likely. Probably. Um, we're probably not going to see Allie Schwarber Mills anymore, or Allie Mills right. Schwarber. She's probably I she was... came back to just sort of be the voice of reason, like, "Hey, you're an idiot. Why don't you guys knock you're this off? Mm-hmm. Both of you need to chill out." Yeah. Um, I was talking with some of the boys in my class about Cobra Kai, and they said that um, they're like, "I would have left my wife in an instant for Allie," and I was like, "Okay." Okay. <laughs> okay. That's why you're not ever going to get married because you have that kind of attitude. I was like, well, he also has. She was hot, bro. He has like two children with that woman. Like. Yeah. And he dated her for like a, two years in not high school. Not even a year. Yeah. Like. They, he dated her. They started dating on his birthday. It was like when they first. Like when they officially. The first Karate Kid, he kisses her at golf and stuff. That's the first time they're actually dating each other. Yeah. Or kiss each other. And then prom is like up. five months later. So they dated for five months. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, 30, 33 years later, yeah, he's going to be like... he's been... Well, let's see. How it wouldn't even make Sam? sense to have it turn into like a... Like a, oh, I think I'm falling in love with Allie thing. They only dated five months. Yeah. And like that would be a like, terrible plot wow, line anyway. Wow, it's so good to see you again. But it was more of like a reminisce type thing. I, went, I dated her in high school. Or whatever he says. We, or we went out in high school, and then she's like, oh, I can't wait to talk to you, or whatever. <laughs> right. And then Allie was, like, almost kissed Johnny, and we're all yelling, don't do it. You're yeah, in we love with like, Miguel's mom now. I was like, no. And then, Honestly, um, I don't, I didn't like the relationship. I don't like the relationship between Miguel's mom and him, but I was also like, you just, like, like that fornicated. morning, you just fornicated that morning, <laughs> and and you can't now, fornicate with someone else yeah, on the I same like, day. And it's now you only fornicate with one person on the on a per day. 
<laughs> Otherwise, it's a sin. Otherwise, it's a sin. Um, yeah. 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 What else do we talk about? Cobra Kai. We don't have to talk about that again for a year. <laughs> what else? Anything else? Um, have we covered it? We've been talking for an hour. Yeah, I think Anything that might else be we want it. to talk about? People don't have the attention span to sit through. I mean, are we missing any other topics? Um, we already. There's not a lot about... happening this time of year because it's January. We got a yeah. lot of snow, so there's like, I've spent most of the weekend clearing snow off the driveway with a snowblower that cuts out every after about two minutes every time I start it, and I have to wait 45 minutes before it'll start again. <laughs> so I think I need a snowblower because yeah. it's really old and it's not working as well anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. It snowed. That's how we're going to end this podcast. It's telling you there's a lot of snow there's out there. There's a lot there. of snow. It's been snowing for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl kickoff is still four and a half hours away. So we're going to start snacking on seven layer dip, spinach dip, uh, artichoke dip. Artichoke, spinach, artichoke, spinach, artichoke. You've had spinach some trouble speaking. Artichoke <laughs> dip. Um, you've had trouble speaking into the oh, microphone. Yeah, yeah. I keep. You've been sitting a mile away from the microwave. <laughs> I keep leaning from the. Back. I just called it a microwave. You've been sitting a mile away from the microphone. Also, I accidentally cracked my neck really loudly, like a little bit ago. So yeah. you might hear that if you're. Yeah. Listening. Well, nobody's gonna hear this. So as usual, <laughs> I, I have to I always have to mention nobody's nobody gonna listens nobody listens to this. To this. Um, so yeah, then nobody's gonna hear you cracking your neck, yeah. and if they do, they'll be, they won't be like, "What was that?" They won't even care. Yeah. What else? Anything else? <sighs> Boy. Uh, no, I think that that's might about be it. it. I think that's that about, about it, I think. Uh, all right. So let's do, let, real quick, let's do Super Bowl predictions. I predict the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl tonight. Tom Brady will leave the field in shame. No longer the greatest quarterback of all time. With his six and, <laughs> with his ridiculously six and four Super Bowl record, almost as many losses as victories. Um, honestly, if he loses to, if they lose tonight, should be five and five. But um, Pete Carroll was uh, made it really bad. Um, you don't remember this, and you don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but honestly, if know. they lose, he should he should have a five and five. And all right, here's one more thing we can talk about. People always say, "Oh, he's six and four in the Super Bowl." Or six and three in Super Bowls, the quarterback, and I'm like, he's not six and three in the Super Bowl. He's got ten guys on his yeah. side of the field, and the other team has the defense is different, and it's like this isn't just a game about quarterback. I don't yeah. doesn't make sense to also, have a quarterback me, a win loss record. It annoys me when people say like, oh, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like you're not doing anything. We're gonna win. We won. You didn't do anything. How could we do this? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, How could they yeah. do this to us? You yeah, know? you never touch the ball, pal. I think I said that. That jersey doesn't even fit you right. That that one that you're wearing with some other dude's name on the back. Um, it doesn't even fit you correctly, so you can't say we. Yeah. You 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 got kicked off. That would be like eighth, saying. Look, you got kicked off second string eighth grade football, so you can't say that you we when you're talking about a Super Bowl team. That would be like if your favorite singer or your favorite band wins a Grammy, and you're like, we, we won. won. A Grammy. <laughs> Bro, did you hear? We won a Grammy. What? <laughs> yeah, me? Smash Mouth. Or whatever. I don't even know. Are they still a band? I don't know what that is. Uh, I Are don't they think the I know. Star people? 
I think that's yeah. Because I, I know that name. Hey, like, is that who that is? I so. I just the first dumb band name that came to my mind. Smash Mouth. It just seemed like the kind of thing a Smash Mouth fan would say. We won a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, I can't believe it. We won a Grammy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we the royal we. The royal we. Uh, the other guy I like is the guy who's always dejected when his team is terrible and says, why do they do this to me every year? <laughs> it's like, they don't do this to you. You're doing it to yourself yeah. because you're way too invested in this uh, uh, this group of strangers who don't know who you are. And don't care who you are. And don't care who you are. And every team, you know, you're a, team, you're a fan of a team for 50 years. It's a revolving door of free agents and guys who retire and it's, uh, they keep doing this to you every year. Hey, I got news for you. What's the one thing that remains constant through all this? Mm. You. You're doing this Sounds to yourself. Sounds like it's a you problem. It's a you problem, pal. <laughs> They're not doing it to you. You're doing it That's to you. That's why I don't get into Why am I ranting about this now? I don't know. Why are we? Why do they do this to me every year? I mean, you were just born somewhere. You were just born. You were born in. <laughs> or you moved okay, so somewhere. you were you were either born somewhere or you moved somewhere. When we went to that wedding in Kansas this year, mm-hmm. one of the waiters had a, a mask that had a Cubs logo on it, and I said, "Cubs Cubs fan in uh, Kansas," and he's like, "If you moved from Chicago, you're a Cubs fan. You moved to Kansas City. Would you? Would who would you still be a fan of? And I said, I'd become a Kansas City Royals fan. I feel like it's just like whoever, wherever you live. Yeah, but I'm like, you just moved somewhere. You, Why are you letting the fact that you moved somewhere, yeah. the the imaginary friends you have on a team, like I like the Detroit Tigers, but when they're terrible, I don't like sit around and go, you know, week, day to day, like they should really switch the lineup up tomorrow and try to, Try to do something to spark something. This team's terrible. They're 23 and 35. They really need to do something. When they're 23 and 35, you find something else to do with your time. Yeah. Don't get all... Fairweather fan. Don't... Huh? I said you got to no, be a Fairweather fan. Whatever. Yeah. Be a fa- exactly. Be a Fairweather fan. Turn your team loose until they're good again. Sports is nothing... It. Listen. I don't know why I'm even... I don't know how I get into these rants, but sports <laughs> is entertainment. It's yes. all it is. And... and you should be if you're watching it for entertainment. Why do you keep watching a team that's terrible over and over and over year after year? Yeah, like and you wouldn't like do it's some that. badge of honor. You wouldn't do that with a TV like it's show. some badge like of honor like to feel anymore. miserable all the time. Like it, it's not a sign of character to to be long suffering fan. I'm sticking with them. They haven't won a game in 55 <laughs> years. It's like you know, it's like being a Washington Generals fan. Those are the guys that play the Globetrotters every night. And get beat because the Globetrotters never lose. Become a Globetrotters fan. They Wait, always the win. The Globetrotters are a team? The Harlem Globetrotters, yeah. You didn't know they were a real team? I thought they were like. I thought they were like. No, they were a real team. I thought team. they just did like stunts. They, no, they tour around and play games against. They always have the same opponent every night. And it's a real game they play, but they do little gags and stuff in the middle of the game. Oh. And sometimes, I think Michigan State beat them. They've lost games. When they play like real basketball teams, they to, lose. I thought they just like went to like arenas and <clears throat> they do. Off. They do, but like they don't have a one-loss record. But they go and they're they not play. In, they're not in a league. They play the same team every night that travels with them. They're not in a league, are no, they? No, yeah, they're they just travel with just them. Doing it for fun. But then they would play NBA teams or college teams and just get beat fancies. once in a while. Yeah, but I'm like. They win most of the time, so become so, a Harlem yeah. Globetrotters fan. There's no, there's no pressure for them to win the NBA Finals. You just, 
the chances are they're going to win. You can be like, man, we're the best team ever. We win almost every night. Yeah. And then there's Speed Club Trotters fan. Real easy. Yeah. Where? Why? I don't know how I got on that thing. I don't know, not know how I got on that thing. The only constant for most football teams or baseball teams is the misery of their fans. I think I did. The, I think I talked about this before. Maybe. Like Derek Jeter would lose. And uh, all the Yankee fans would be devastated for three months, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I was wanted Derek to win." Jeter was he never on the Tigers? No, he was never. He's from Kalamazoo. For some reason, I thought they he talk was on about the him a lot here because he's from Kalamazoo. Oh, okay, that's. But why. he went and played for the Yankees. He played his whole career in the Yankees. But the point was, and I think you brought that up last time too. But the point was, <laughs> Derek Jeter got over it. Fans don't get over it for some reason. Like yeah. the guy who worked and gets invested and all that time and he goes off with his supermodel wife and they spend three months on the beach just chilling out waiting for spring training or whatever (laughs) they don't care he gets paid no matter what he gets paid i'm sure he's upset day of but eventually i'm not saying he doesn't care that the players don't care but you care too much that's the problem like the people who fans care too much who riot when their team loses people who riot for almost anything look (laughs) There's, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, you were rioting, so we're going to take it back and give you the win instead. Yeah, like, I don't there's know. no point. I'm the not point? invested in anything that much to be like, you know what, we're going to teach these. I'm so upset, I'm going to go um, burn down a library or whatever. Yeah. Because we lost some stupid game or whatever. It's stupid. It's stupid. Stupid. Stop being dumb. Don't be stupid. <sighs> that's, the, that's the name of this podcast now. We're don't changing be the stupid. Name. The Don't Be Stupid podcast. I might edit that whole rant out. That was, I don't know why I talked about that, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's 2.08. Mm-hmm. It's 2.08 p.m. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, Are we done? Are we done? done? I think we talked okay. about everything. I agree, and uh, I enjoy our little talks. 